I'm Alicia. And I'm Ashley. And we are Murd Nerds. What's up, all you cool cats and kittens? Welcome back to another week of Purred Nerds. Meow. <laughs> if you're coming back to us for more pets, let me just give you a little scratch behind the ear. But if you're a feral cat who just wandered up on this front porch of a podcast, let me just throw out some kibble your way and let you know what's going on over here. Purred Nerds is a weekly true meow podcast hosted by myself, Alicia, and my fellow littermate, Ashley. And each week, we will tell you a tale of nine lives that will either make you rub up against our leg or hiss like a wildcat. We promise we won't scratch your belly unless you really want us to. At the end of the hour, Ashley, Jeremy, or our producer and myself shake out the litter box and discuss our opinions but first before we dig our claws into this episode i must get to the question of the hour what's your favorite cat breed that was a lot thanks (laughs) um wow probably either like the naked sphinx cat are so cute, especially when they're little kittens. Mm-hmm. So wrinkly. Like, yeah. Um, or like a mancoon cat. Mancoon? Mm-hmm. Because they're super big. Jeremy? First off, I'd like to thank our listeners for the last tip last week about the catnip. Really appreciate it about how you tuck it in a, just a used sock and the cat just loves it. We don't have to go out and keep buying the pouches. Recycle. Use old socks. The cats still love it. Thank you so much, listeners. Appreciate it. I would say that my favorite cat is probably the Siamese cat. It's just, they're just beautiful, beautiful cats. They are beautiful, especially if there's two. Yes, that's why you should mm. definitely have two Siamese kittens or if cats. You please. Oh, Aristocats. So uh, Ashley stole my answer. I'm not a huge cat fan. But I can appreciate a cat for sure. Plus, I think they're really funny. But uh, my favorites are Maine Coons and Sphinx cats. <gasps> are you serious? Yeah. God, we are just on point. On sync. Um, which they're like two totally separate sides of the spectrum. And I have begged and pleaded Roy to let me get a Sphinx cat. I want to name it Beerus, like from Dragon Ball Z. And he tells me no. And um, two fun facts about Sphinx cats. They don't have fur that will wick away the oils that their skin produces so you have to regularly bathe them because if you don't they will leave oil stains on the regular surfaces that they like to lay on like your couch oh is it like when you touch your forehead to a window and you're like ooh? yes wow and sometimes <laughs> sometimes sometimes if they sit on something that is uh like a countertop their butt can like suction cup to <sighs> Ew. They're really like a glossy surface <laughs> and leave little gross. pucker marks. I have a really gross cat story if you want to hear it real quick. Yeah, go ahead. I don't think I've uh, talked about this yet. <clears throat> so a couple weeks ago, my cat, I mean, Nala, she's nuts. Um, but she jumped up onto my lap and I was like, oh, you know, petting her. And she jumped down and I was just like grabbing something on the table. And I noticed a, like a dot on my arm. And I was like... What's that little brown dot? Oh, my God. 
It was, she touched her butthole to my arm <laughs> right after she pooped in the litter box. <laughs> cats are so gross. So gross. People let their cats on the countertops too. And I'm like, yeah, and they like dig around in I'm litter not about that life. Yeah. No. Nala is not allowed on any surfaces. Well, she's allowed on the couch, but. I wish you girls would have been able to meet AJ, who was the studio cat for a lot of years. This was truly a rock and roll cat. He would come into practices and just lay down and take a nap while we jammed out. What a guy. Aww. He was an amazing cat. I miss him. Oh. I miss you, AJ. Oh, what a guy. Why'd you name him AJ? It stood for anal Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which was also a drink that we learned, that we mixed Ooh. years ago. <laughs> it was like some mixture that I come up with and everybody's like, we're calling that the anal Jeremy. I'm like, okay. So, I asked AJ. the best possible question. That was, and unknowingly too. Uh, and also shout out to my friend Jen's cat, who is a Maine Coon. He is beautiful. He is a glorious, beautiful little guy. Jen has a Maine Coon. Yep, his name is Dexter. He's gorgeous. And I'm uh, going to see if she'll let me include a picture in the show notes because he's so pretty. He just, he's just he got like this really majestic face. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, some cats just have a face and you're just like, oh, just it's like you've face. seen some stuff. They just got a, the structure of their face. I don't know. Some cats are like, nah, it's just a cat. And then you just like see some cats some that have cats. just a face. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, those cats with faces, man. I'll ones without it. faces. Man. <laughs> They're just okay. Uh, I decided not to really dive into one story, but hit this episode a little differently than normal. Um, This episode is going to include all kinds of cat stories, doing things, weird things, cat baths, just kitty conversation in general. And my sources today are the Netflix documentary Inside the Minds of Cats. Actually, a really good documentary if you... I think I watched that. Did you? Mm Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Um, the Charlotteville Cat Care Clinic and our tried and true. Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Donate or it will be gone someday. Yeah. Hear that. So all domestic cats or Felis Catus makes a little sense mm-hmm. now how the black cartoon cat Felix got his name. It does. But all cats, no matter the size, all belong to the Felidae family. Three million years ago is when the smaller cats, the Felis, separated from the larger cats with the name Panthera. No, Jeremy, not Pantera. Dimebag <laughs> Daryl. Panthera, like panther. Um, there are, and that's in my notes. No, Jeremy, not Pantera. Black <laughs> Panther. <laughs> uh, there are more than 400 million Felis catus worldwide. This makes them one of the 10 most successful mammals ever. Whoa, fun fact. Yep. So the funny thing about cats is genetically, they haven't changed much over the last 100,000 years. What what they're doing works. (laughs) Yeah. Their genes are very, they're very similar to how they were before they were domesticated. So living with a cat is like living with a literal wild animal. Yeah, they are cool. When we were talking about um, exotic pets a few weeks back, um, sometimes I look at my cat and I'm like, you're just a tiny little tiger you are so like cats are really cool and we just Mm -hmm. take them for granted yeah for sure Uh, another one of the coolest things about cats that makes them different from other mammals is their backs and their spines they have more vertebrae in their spine than most other mammals and they have a very elastic plus they have very elastic plus flexible discs between each of those vertebrae um 
they're kind of like a slinky kind of. That's like, a good example. I get the slinky impression. Mm-hmm. Um, this spine is what contributes to the cheetah being the fastest animal on earth because all that energy is built up and distributed to make it insanely quick. Um, but still, house cats are quick runners. House cats can gain speeds of up to 30 miles per hour. That's insane. So they can run as fast as the shoe bill can fly. <laughs> <laughs> So one of my favorite things to do is play with a cat uh, with one of those like little feathers, <laughs> mm-hmm, on like a on the string. Stick. Yeah, <laughs> and I just think it's so funny because I'm just easily entertained. Uh, I'm sure you've seen a cat jump crazy high, right? There's a reason behind that. Cats jump five to six times their standing height. They do this by using and activating 100 percent of their body's muscles when they jump. That's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. In comparison, humans only use mostly their bottom half of their bodies to jump. So their lower back, their glutes, their hamstrings, etc. But cats can use 100% of their body's muscles. See, I enjoy the cat videos that I run across on TikTok or Reels. The the cat sitting there getting ready to jump, and then he goes... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, straight down, fail. <laughs> I saw a video um, today, actually, that there was this cat stuck in a tree, and there was people Classic. down... <clears throat> right. There were people well, down with a sheet <laughs> <laughs> waiting, like... To catch it, someone was up in the tree, and the person up in the tree, like, pushed the cat down into the sheet. Well, they caught it in the sheet. Well, the cat freaked out and ran away from them, probably around 30 miles per hour, and ran straight up another tree. Oh, no. (laughs) I was like, come on. Gosh, cats. The the other day, we went to let Ozzy outside, and there was a a cat sitting on the uh, concrete walkway in front of the house. No way. And, uh, yeah, the two of them decided that uh, they needed to chase each other, and the cat (laughs) went right up the tree. Mm -hmm. And then Ozzy just circled the tree for, like, five minutes. What a good protector. He's a dick boy. Get that cat out of here. That's what he told me. (laughs) Now, we've all heard the old saying, a cat always lands on its feet, right? Which is pretty much true. Mm-hmm. Cats are able to be aware of their spaces with their riding reflex. And a cat always knows which way is up due to like an abundance of little hairs inside of their inner ears. And they're able to sense where they're, they are in space. And to, that they do that two times faster than humans and faster than any other domesticated pet. God, cats are so cool. What did you say? Because of how many hairs in their ears? An abundance Damn, I ought to be able to land on my feet then. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Oh, Jeremy. So now that you know what kind of incredible body structure they have, let's talk about some of the weirder things that cats do. Cats are suspected of being the only mammals who can't taste sweetness. So that ice cream you're letting your cat lick off your spoon, it's not the sugar, it's the coldness probably. Really? So, yeah, so stop letting your cat eat ice cream, you weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> and it also... Oh, yeah, that was directed right at I you. Feel it. <laughs> I don't give Nala that much ice cream. It's sh- I give Shaka ice cream. <laughs> um, it's also kind of puts into perspective, like, you're not supposed to leave out... Um, what is that? Uh, you're not supposed to leave out the you put in antifreeze because oh, cats yeah. cats like to drink it because it's sweet it's not because it's sweet they can't taste that it's sweet 
it's usually it's probably because they're thirsty and I didn't know antifreeze was sweet. Yeah. Did you ever had any? Never tasted it. Mm, I have. Is it in the anal Jeremy drink? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it looked like it. It was green. Um, of course. Okay, this one is super funny and weird to me. Have you ever had a cat walk up to you and just like open its mouth? Oh, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just stand there and just have its mouth open. Not like a yawn and not like panting, but just yeah, like, just yeah, yeah just slack jaw, just have its mouth right up to you. Um, or like walk up to you and just have their mouth open. Like I said, mouth open, just doing mm-hmm. nothing. There is a reason behind that. It's not just because they're weird. I can't wait to hear it. Cats have an extra organ that allows them to taste scents in the air. Hmm. So when they do this, they're really just tasting your smell. Oh. <laughs> they're prepping so that when I die, she can eat my corpse. Yeah, definitely looking over which part she thinks is the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She she really likes to lick the meat of my thumb. <laughs> That she likes. She wants that little slab. It's like a little kitty steak. <laughs> it's right tender. There. It'll it'll be it'll be good. <laughs> That's the part I got off Alicia's arm a few weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! If you don't know what Jeremy's talking about, go back a couple five or six episodes. Mm-hmm. Listen to the uh, question of the hour. It's a good Hilarious. one. Uh, so now I'm going to jump into some. Crazy wild stories about crazy wild cats. The wild and crazy cats. Wild and crazy cats. In 1995, a woman was walking around her Danish farm. Danish like Denmark, not the pastry. I know how can, that can be confusing. Can you grow Danishes? Come <laughs> getting that plant. It was a very crisp autumn day. And she went to walk around the barn went into the hayloft and uh something caught her eye can you guess what it was a A cat cat. (laughs) (laughs) it was a kitten it was about two months old and at first she probably thought that she was like seeing things or like maybe she accidentally was on drugs or like she was going crazy or maybe an accident happened because the green or because she saw this green cat bright green Okay. Okay. So she caught the little guy and noticed not only was the fur green, but so was the cat's claws. What do you think? Immediately. They got in some paint. Got in some paint. Yeah. Got in like a like freshly a, cut grass. It, it was, was like St. a white Patrick's cat. Day. It was St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> he was just being festive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's Irish. <laughs> <laughs> Irish. <laughs> Uh, so she took him inside and she gave him a real thorough bath, but he was still green. So she took him to the vet who was also perplexed, didn't understand. It's a potato. <laughs> and they took some fur samples, <laughs> uh, root tip and sent them to researchers at the university of Copenhagen. That sounds and painful root. They took the root and everything. Pluck, plucked it out. Oh, Pluck, poor plucked little it, cat. Plucked it. And their findings were astounding. The kitten's fur was green. It wasn't dyed. It didn't roll in grass. Hmm. It was naturally green. Um, and it had been green since it was born. They could track on the, the hair follicle. Right, right. Um, when they tested it to find the root 
wink of the cause it was <laughs> determined that the fur contained a high level of copper so what is believed to have happened you know how copper over time turns green yeah like, like patinas mm-hmm. uh, what that's what it's called i think it patinas it's a patina i love potatoes i was thinking <laughs> statue of liberty you can power yeah. a clock with a potato Or a penny. Or a battery. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so (laughs) what is believed to have happened is that the mother, while the kitten was in utero, um, the mother drank water that was heavily contaminated with copper, and then that copper was transferred to the cat fetus, and her body dispersed the copper throughout her fur. And that's just like a theory, but they can't, I mean... Yeah, that's just a theory. So can That's we really scientifically cool. prove that and uh, get a cat, well, uh, get a I pregnant mean, cat, and feed her some copper? Probably not a good idea. Yeah, probably a little dangerous. There's they, a reason the cat, the kitten was alone. Oh, good point. <laughs> um, yeah, they had found a pipe that was a copper pipe, water pipe that was heavily, heavily saturated and green. So they think that that pipe. Is what fed the. It was. I think it might have been in Sweden, the pipe that led the water distribution. That led the oh. water. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's here all week. <laughs> On to the next one. In the 1960s, the CIA decided to hire some cats to join their team, codenamed Acoustic Kitty. <laughs> Was, Badass. This is real. <laughs> was a project meant to use cats to spy on secret conversations. This project included a surgery that would attach a battery pack with a microphone that would be put on the cat's body and then an antenna that went up its tail. Kind of messed up. Yeah, that's like a like a bionic cat. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so the surgery and the training of cats cost the U.S. government a whopping $20 million. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But on its first trial run, things didn't go so hot. The cat in question uh, to run the first trial was set to sneak up on two men in a park located in Washington, D.C. But when the cat was set to spy, it was run over and killed by a taxi. So the entire project was thrown out and considered a failure. Are you serious? I'm serious. I mean... uh, (laughs) Yep. Very silly. Didn't they train this cat? Train the cat besides, you know, you know. Yeah, at least oh, train it how to cross a fucking street. <laughs> You'd think $20 million worth of training would uh, be beneficial. And the say, avoid world or country's top scientists and researchers <laughs> would think of that. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yep. Or like try again. Or like release the cat more closely, like not across the street. Yeah, or be, if they're in a park, I think the, I would have put it on the park side. To we have just it. make all the cats bionic cats. <gasps> oh my god! So, uh, side note: um, when I was a child, remember when we were children? <laughs> those days, um, barely. It was like the early two thousands ish, where everything was like high technology is getting cool, and now it's affordable for you. I wanted a meowchi. Do you remember those? That word triggered something in my brain there was poochies 
And there was Mal I cheese. had a Poochie. It's the little with the black face and yep. the, the, it was a white. It was it a robot like dog. It, it looked like Apple made it basically. There, well, there was different versions. You could get different colors. Oh. I had a silver and purple Poochie and then I had a black and white Meowchie. There was also like bird cheese. There was all different kinds hmm. of robot animals. But the Meowchie was like on its back legs and it had like a little fish. Cute. Yeah. So that's what I think when I think of these robot bionic mm-hmm. android cats i think of they're just meowchies anyway <laughs> on to the next one across the world amongst the island nation of japan lies a small island <gasps> named aoshima now aoshima was originally a home for sardine fisheries and in 1945 this island had a population of around 900 residents the residents started getting really frustrated it was small, but it had a huge rodent problems problem. So, of course, what's the best course of action when it comes to taking care of that issue? Bring in some cats. Bring in the cats. Of course. So the fishermen brought in a few cats as a cheap and quick way to take care of the pests. But it's like, let's just do two. It'll be fine. <laughs> Nothing will go wrong. <laughs> yep. Next thing you know, uh, a couple cats can turn into a large amount of cats very quickly. A cat can get pregnant at only four months old and has a gestation period of about two to two and a half months and then can go back into heat and get pregnant again within eight weeks with litters ranging from one kitten to 12. So a catastrophe can happen very quickly. (laughs) And that is exactly what happened to the small island of Aoshima. So when the fisheries closed down and the fishermen moved away, the cats were mostly left behind where they took over. It's probably flourishing. The current human population of Aoshima is roughly nine residents who all... Roughly? Why is it a rough (laughs) estimate? Because they're very... There's a reason. They're very secluded. Um, They are all believed to be elderly also. Mm -hmm. So there is a 36 to 1 ratio of cats to humans, (laughs) estimating that there are over 300 cats inhibiting this island. Liz should move there. She would love it. She could be the queen of Oshima. Queen of the cats. Queen of the cats. A crazy cat lady. Same thing. Sorry, Liz. I know you're a listener, Liz. (laughs) Love you. During the early 2010s, the Japanese government addressed the problem by getting a fast majority, about two-thirds, spayed or neutered. But with some of them hiding, capture, because you know how cats are. They're good hiders. Mm-hmm. And an, one particular older resident that refused to hand over any of their cats, uh, a lot didn't get fixed. Um, the cats are really well fed though between the natural wildlife that they learned to feast upon and a large donation from the from Japanese citizens on and the mainland. The nine elderly women that we set <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Um, you can rest assured that this cat island is well taken care of and you can visit by ferry. It's safe to say that you won't find any mouse, mice, rats, anything in your luggage afterwards. Oh, I'm down. Totally down. There's also a fox island. There's a rabbit island, too. Mm-hmm. I think that might be in Japan as well. Probably. There's also a deer island. I was just going to say that. Which I, I think saw Jess went to one. when she went to Japan. Jess and Sky. Did they? Yeah. I think they went to the deer That's island. That's crazy. They're just walking down the street and there's just deer just hanging out. Look, They'll like watch you walk by. And I want to go to the fox island. Fox are my favorite. Foxes are my favorite animal. Okay. So if you go to the, if you go to the cat island, you know you're 
pretty much what you get into. If they are skittish, they will run away from you. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're going to attack you. What do, do you think the foxes will be the same way? There's pictures online of like people feeding the foxes. They just run up to them and like right surround on. them. Right. The thing about that is it, it goes on both ends of the spectrum because like the foxes and the deer and stuff, they're so used to people um, that... It doesn't bother them, whereas the cats aren't exposed to a lot of people. If there's only nine, that might actually make them not fearful because they don't see them as a threat. Yeah. Kind of like like a city cat might, you know? Yeah, for sure. So. Interesting. Yeah. So, guys, with some wild stories about cats, uh, that's some wild stories about cats on this episode of Purred Nerds. Jay, Ashley, you have anything to say? Who's your favorite fictional cat? Favorite fictional cat? I don't know that I have a favorite. I guess uh, Garfield would probably be the first that comes to mind. I don't think I've ever met one. Or, what is it, Meowth? Meowth, yeah. Meowth, yeah. That guy, he's always getting yeah, in trouble. Yeah, I can't, I can't even think of one, aside from Pepe Le Pew. No, Pizza Skunk. But his girlfriend was a cat. Yep. Was she? Yeah. Yep. That's why he was in love with her. Yep, because she had a little... She got, He's like, you smell good, girl. little paint on her back, and he thought that she oh, was a skunk. Oh, yeah. Lady skunk. Yep. Okay, so Pepe Le Pew's girlfriend. girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> There's, like, Duchess from Aristocat. Mm. Oh, holy shit. Yeah, that's loaded with cats. Mm. You're right. Yeah, there's a whole movie about it. Um, uh, uh, Hello Kitty. Um... <laughs> What was the one? What was the movie? And uh, I'm so stupid. Ooh, Calvin and Hobbes. Nope, he's yep. a tiger. He's a tiger. He's tiger. still a cat. But he's still, still a cat. cat. Uh, the movie uh, about the dog that Milo was an actor. No, the actor dog, and then it was, Oliver I think and it was Company. No, it was one. It was one word. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Oliver and Company was my one of my top Watch movies when I was a kid. So good. Yeah. The, easy. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. The dog was an actor. Bolt? There you go. Yeah, Bolt. Just, I knew yeah. it was like one word. I just couldn't think of it. The cat that he ran around with and the hamster. That fucking hamster was amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hamster. and Oh, my God. Secret Life of Pets, dude. I've not seen any of these movies. Oh, my gosh. When they are in the apartment, like having a party with all the pets in the apartment while the owners are at work. Oh, yeah. And there's like, they're like partying or whatever, but there's these um, uh, poodles. Like, I think they're like white standard poodles. Uh-huh. And they're listening to like death metal and they're just like head banging. And I'm like, this is awesome. But when their owner's around, it's all classical. That's like, hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, the books we read Winnie the Poodle. What? Oh, no. That was not a book that you read. That was a book I read. Okay. I was like, oh. It, it, Josh and Hazel, Hazel's Guide to Not Dating. I read mm. so many books I get them mixed up. Yeah, no, I haven't read that. All of them, but she has a poodle named Winnie the Poodle. Hmm. Isn't that funny? Clever. I love, love poodles. And I blood, poodle. and blood and Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that like a Thor movie? Blood and Honey, that's what it was. I could think of oh, it. yeah, the Winnie and Pooh um, horror yeah. film slasher. Has so, that came out yet? I don't know. I, want to see I don't it. think so. I don't think it's come out yet. But a shout out to Logan and his cocaine bear. That's all I have to say. <laughs> oh, cocaine I'm supposed bear. to watch that too. All righty, guys. Well, in the show notes, go go look at the show notes. And if you've got a cat, I want you to leave a comment of a picture of your cat. Oh, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
I want you to do that. I want to see your cat. I want you to give it a little scratchy from me right behind the ear. Don't touch its fucking stomach. I swear to God. Consent is key. Yeah. Um, and if you don't have a cat, I want you to tell us your favorite fictional cat in, if you listen to Apple podcasts or if you listen to us on Spotify, mm-hmm. leave a comment of your favorite fictional cat. Or if, if you had a cat, what would you name it? Let's do both. Or all. Just something about cats. <laughs> tell us something about <laughs> And you can let us know what you thought about the episode yep. as well. Yep. Let us know what you thought. And, uh, so... Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Purd Nerds. Like I said, if you're a Spotify listener, you can leave a comment under each episode. If you're an Apple listener, you can rate and review right on the app. You can also contact us through our social media pages. Just search Murd Nerds on Instagram or Facebook. And we also have an email address that you can reach us at. It is... Ashley, do you know what this? Um... Murdnerds at gmail.com. Ding, ding, ding. You are correct. So if you like what you listen to... Listen to... <laughs> I said, if you like what you listen to here today, um, which is fine grammatically, but I'm reading it and I spelled here as in here, like I hear you. So it threw me off. They are hearing though. That's like an unintentional pun. Yeah, that is true. Uh, Check out the, check out one of the equally as amazing podcasts within Golden Mojo Entertainment. The Call Guys, they cover all varieties of pop culture and give their opinions. And usually Colton is wrong. Yep. <laughs> usually <laughs> or always. I got your back, Colton. <laughs> uh, Golden Image Podcasts, they go places, so you'll want to. Mm-hmm. The United States of Paranormal, all things spooky, creepy. Yeah, and they talk about places, so you won't go. <laughs> <laughs> spooky, Whoa, uh, creepy. Uh, uh and uh cryptid and the indiana Chiefs fans they are on hiatus currently so go listen to their backlog but they cover all things indiana Chiefs fans <laughs> all things indiana Chiefs fans that's right or a court of books and booze they it's uh your neighborhood basement book club yep mm-hmm. with booze with booze sometimes sometimes they don't have booze uh, I think their last episode, they didn't have any booze, so, yeah. Well, not the last episode, maybe it was the episode before. Yep, something, something. They Sometimes just... they don't drink when they're reading. Sometimes they drink too much when they're reading. <laughs> I don't know. Both ends of the spectrum. There you go. So, if you liked Purd Nerds, obviously, this is a spoof we've been doing. We're having fun. So, if you want to listen again <laughs> next week, we have uh, a very interesting interesting topic next week (laughs) that we hope you guys will thoroughly love and enjoy but until then (laughs) there you go bye bye